Jolly bus number one was manufactured in England by Park Royal Coachworks. It was imported complete and dispatched by ship arriving in Sydney in October 1933, where it became the first trolley bus to operate in Sydney. Trolley buses are a cross between a conventional bus and a tram. They look like an ordinary motor bus on rubber wheels, except that, like trams, they operated on electricity and were connected to overhead wires by a pair of 20-foot, about six metre long, trolley poles. Unlike trams, they are quiet, not confined to tracks, could move from lane to lane in traffic and picked up passengers from the curb rather than the middle of the road. Nevertheless, trolley buses in Sydney were worked by tram crews. They never carried motor vehicle registration and passengers paid for travel on them by purchasing tram tickets. They acquired the nickname Whispering Death because being electrically driven on pneumatic tyres, they crept up on unwary passengers and pedestrians alike. This was one of two single-decker trolley buses introduced in 1934 for a 12-month trial period on an experimental service from the eastern suburbs to the city. The two trolley buses were ceremoniously driven out of the Russia's Bay Depot after the then Minister for Transport had turned on the power. Somewhat embarrassingly, one of the trolley buses dewired and passengers were transferred to trams. This was not a good start as the government was looking to replace some tram lines with trolley buses. Fares varied from twopence to fourpence for adults and a penny for children. Newspapers, parcels, prams and bicycles were not to be carried. However, in later years, newspapers were carried, but not on Sundays. The maximum speed for trolley bus operation was 20 miles per hour, or about 32 kilometres, and slow to 10 miles an hour, about 16 kilometres, when driving through the overhead line junctions and curves. Steady acceleration allowed for a smooth ride. The correct driving position was under the wires, which were two foot or 0.6 of a metre apart. Passengers were picked up and set down from authorised stopping places. If a trolley bus broke down, the conductor would telephone trouble from one of the trackside telephones along the route. Drivers of trolley buses had to have special trolley bus driver's licences. Some drivers, as well as trolley bus licences, had tram and motor bus licences. For maintenance purposes, buses were regarded as trams and Ram, Randwick Tramway workshops carried out the maintenance on the fleet. They did not carry registration plates or not required to pay road tax. Unfortunately, dewiring problems were numerous on the original line due to the large number of tramway crossings. Also, during the late 1930s and early years of World War II, the line was sometimes operated by motor buses due to the long-running roadworks and shortages of spare parts for the trolley buses. Just after the war, 
nearly a million passengers were being carried on the line. The busier timetable could not be totally met by the trolley buses, and motor buses were used to boost the service. Finally, in 1948, a temporary bus substitution service appeared. It eventually became permanent, and the trolley bus service quietly disappeared. The following year, number one trolley bus was transferred to another shorter and less hilly route in the eastern suburbs. In about 1952, it was decommissioned. And four years later, the Commissioner for Tramways gave approval for it to be handed to the Museum for Preservation. <laughs> 